Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Welcome to the podcast. We are talking to Anna Levette, who is based in Mexico City. Hello, Anna. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Craig. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure and it's an honor being with you and your audience. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone is right. We are in about 31 countries and over 4,000 listeners. And uh, so you're, you're speaking to all over the world and that's absolutely great. Anna is a, uh, works in public relations and marketing and events. She's again, based in Mexico City. She is a Latina and has a beautiful family. I think with a, a new, is it a little girl that you have? I have a little boy. This, little boy. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be 10 this Sunday. Very sweet, 10 years old or 10 months? 10 years old. Oh my goodness. You can have a conversation with a 10 year old. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, I do. I bet he has all kinds of ideas and questions and, and all of that. You bet. You bet. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a great kid. Anna has, has worked uh, in PR and marketing for quite some time and also on international films, but, but you also worked with Walt Disney uh, Studios Mexico. Talk a little bit about your uh, background, Anna, uh, how you got started in PR events marketing, and maybe some of the clients you've, you've worked with over the last few years. Sure. Well, yes, as you have mentioned, um, I started working at the Walt Disney Company Mexico in the marketing team, and then I went into a, a more specialized um, think going to the PR and well this has been since like 14 years now and well I have been honored to 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 work in companies like Walt Disney and now I'm working to an agency based in Mexico City named Dos de Tres uh, in which we have very large clients we have Warner Studios we have Disney as well Sony uh, we have been doing some things for Amazon here in Mexico, Amazon Productions, and right uh, Netflix also, and some smaller distribution um, companies like Latam Pictures, Imagine Films, which is based in, in Brazil. And it's great. It's great. It has been a long way right now. It has been a long journey, but I have been, um, I mean, I have been, uh, in a lot of international and national releases now. So it's, 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 it has been great. For people that don't know, people that are listening on our podcast, describe a little bit, Anna, what uh, a, a public relation, what is public relations and, and what are some of the uh, responsibilities and duties that working in public relations uh, might, might include? Yeah, a PR agent, uh, as I am, I'm in charge of creating strategies to release in my field it is uh, the theater is cinema it's movies uh, so I'm in the entertainment industry for as I said 14 years now and my job is to create strategies to release all these movies and so everybody can hear about them and and want to go to 
see the movie in question or the theater or the whatever release we are. Very good. Now, I've, I've noticed in doing a little bit of background uh, research that you and your group will create red carpet events and you will also do junkets. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, uh, sure. It's it, junkets, phone calls, interviews, uh, interviews with newspapers, with radio stations, with TV broadcasters and all these kind of interviews also in podcasts now, digital, all the all the media we can include is part of the strategy for uh, a release. And the red carpet, it's like just like the cherry on top for the release. It's like a public event in which um, special guests can be there. All the cast and crew uh, will be invited. And so it's just like their special day, you know, it's like, uh, just for the media to be there and interview some um, some people like the director or the producer, the, some actors. And yes, we have been doing this like for a long time ago right now. Um, I've, I've done red carpets for Roma, for example. I've been involved in, in, in international releases with Dwayne Johnson, with... Um, Many, many people like uh, Mexican uh, Mexican releases as well. Very good. Tell people uh, that are listening, what it, what is a junket? Because to me, that is when you bring in um, uh, film reviewers and such to interview the director and the actors, yeah? Correct, correct. It's We go into a special venue in which the director and some of the actors or the producer are there two in one or one on one in interviews. So they can just like um, give an insight, an interview, a good interview for the media. So to, um, to get to well known in a very special way, uh, the producer, their insight about the movie and what the movie's about and how did they work to, uh, the movie and everything that goes into excellent now you mentioned brazil and of course you're based in mexico city uh and working in in that oh, mexico is a, such a large country it's huge in population as well most of them young by the way um are are there other uh areas other countries uh, do you only serve mexico or other uh, other countries in latin america I do just work for Mexico City, well, for Mexico, the whole country, but this, this Latin Pictures Imagine Film is Brazilian uh, company is based right now in here. So they're bringing some releases into our country and they release these movies all Latin America as well. For example, we're about to release in our country um, a movie that is named Pinocchio. And mm. this movie is, um, is from Matteo Garrone, he is the director, he's an Italian director, and he's, um, his main, his main, the leading role is played by Roberto Benigni. Mm -hmm. And we're about to release uh, in February, this February, and it's going to be a release in Latin America as well. Very good. Um, I was talking to a, a great friend of mine, Michelle Cruz, with Cruz Dubbing and Communications. She's been in Mexico City for many years, maybe, oh gosh, more than more than 10 years for sure. Uh -huh. And she said to, something to me last summer uh, during the midst of the COVID uh, virus 
uh, lockdown and diffi uh, difficulty for many of the nations across the world, that streaming in Latin America has become even more popular because people were at home and many of them could not afford or did not want to pay the cost of cable, but they could afford the cost uh, of, of streaming because it was a little bit less for a subscription. Have you, what have you seen uh, recently in the last year or so in uh, the trends with streaming? It's become probably even more popular, yes? Yes, definitely. Netflix is the, the more popular uh, streaming chain right now in our country. And is um, Amazon is also in the race as well. Mm -hmm. But basically Netflix, because it was the very first one in our nation to be out there. And many people has Netflix because uh, also it has a, a large catalog in there. So right now, with COVID, as you mentioned, it's very difficult to be and to be going to the theaters. I mean, they're closed right now. So mm -hmm. um, in many of the states of Mexico, it's closed. In, in others, it's open, but but you can only go like thirty percent of the of the capacity of the uh, of the theaters. Sure. So so uh, yes, right now Netflix is on top of the career and. It, it it's very tricky because now with Disney Plus and with HBO and and, and I guess that Paramount is is going to release something as well. Mm -hmm. So it's really tricky because many people cannot afford so many streaming chains. You have to decide which one is the best one that suits with the with the content of your likes and dislikes you know right and if you have children for example yeah if you have children you have to re to to review all the content for example in my case i have amazon i have netflix and and we have uh disney plus but i'm not sure if we're gonna keep disney plus <laughs> right right well with a 10 year old sure absolutely yeah. My, yeah. my my wife uh rebecca is una latina she's a latina as well uh -huh. And uh, a smart, smart men when we marry Latinas, that's, that's really wise. It's really smart. And, and we will never starve because my wife loves to cook. So, and I oh. love, I love to eat. So it works out really, really good. <laughs> and she'll say, here, here, I'm working on something and it may be a mistake. What do you think? So I even eat the mistakes. The mistakes are great or good. Yeah. And the finished uh, meal is even greater. So there you go. We, um, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I said that in French. Sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I think. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, exactly. But a part part of the uh, dynamic of streaming is uh, my wife Rebecca and I. We have Netflix, and I've had a Netflix Flix account for oh my goodness, fifteen years since the days of uh, you mail in a DVD and they send you back DVDs. That was very very popular uh, at the time in the two thousands. But um, we also have Amazon Prime which we can watch um, both on our um, smart TV and I can watch on my, my laptop computer with a big screen. But we just also added a Peacock network, which is NBC here in America, but we don't watch that much. And one other that we just signed up for, I think it's like $6 a month, and that is Discovery Plus. And that includes all of these channels that are owned by the Dis Discovery networks, including Food Network, et cetera. 
uh, and travel channel and all. I think you're right in the sense of how many streaming services does a customer or a viewer really want? You have to pick maybe one or two. You can't, you can't have 75. So uh, that's a real challenge, isn't it? It is. It is. And in that sense and in that way, I think that it'd be really uh, cheaper to just like contractors or have the pay TV service instead of three or four streaming services. Really enjoyed the conversation in this episode with Anna Lavette. Why don't you join us on the next episode and we'll learn more about what it takes to do film and television and media, Latin America and Mexico. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig.